You must go. A foundling is in your care, by creed, until it is of age or reunited with its own kind. You are as its father. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is NYC Actors Talk, The Mandalorian. And that is Hunter's Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. All right. Um, so welcome. Welcome, Hunter. Welcome, Nick. This is our first time talking Star Wars. Anything yeah. Star Wars related on the podcast. Absolutely. And for those of you guys that don't know, Nick and I have very uh, strong opposing views on Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, for the, for the most part, we just can't quite agree on everything Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is, is going to be fun. This is going to be great. <laughs> Yo, this is going to be a fun debate episode. So strap in, okay? Yeah, get ready. Get uh, get your blasters ready. Get your laser swords ready. Get your baby Yodas ready. I got mine. You can't see it because I... it's a podcast, but I have my <laughs> own baby Yoda doll with me because I'm an adult. And so, uh... I turned I turned my baby Yoda into the bad guys. So I said, "No way am I keeping this thing." And no I turned way. it in, oh. and then I re I collected my money as Mando. That's right, as as he should have done. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? Am I ladies? right? Am I right, ladies? <laughs> so uh, yeah, this is gonna be an interesting one. The first ever live action Star Wars show. Um, it's, you know, it's second season as we speak is, uh, going on right now. Um, as we're recording this, uh, the fifth episode of the second season just released, uh, yesterday. Of course, when you guys are hearing this, it'll be, uh, quite a few days, uh, after that episode released. But that, that was the Ahsoka episode without getting, without too much spoilers because Hunter hasn't seen the second season yet. Um, but I have. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, but today we will be talking about season one of The Mandalorian because that is done. Uh, that is finished. We're, we, we've moved forward. So let's go back. Let's, we have to go back. We have to go back. No, Hunter, we're not talking, Hunter, we're not talking about Lost anymore. We're not. It's just, it's over. Are, I'm I'm throwing a Daniel Faraday. I'm like, what? Are you sure? Are you sure? Man? I'm pretty I'm pretty sure we're we're there, man. Yeah, we're there. <laughs> you can't change the past. <laughs> but can we? Can we? Can we? No, Faraday, we can't. We gotta move forward. Boom. We gotta move forward. Boom. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Nick, Mando Mandalorian season one. Yes. This is Nick, the this way. This is your. This is the way. Um, this is your second time going through this first season. Yes, because I watched it. Uh, week to week last year, and you did too. Uh, yeah. But then, but I did then what, too. what happened, Hunter? What happened? But, <laughs> but, then, but then I I stopped after episode six, the Bill Burr episode, um, because I was like, oh, this is trash. <laughs> well, this is absolute trash. And we'll um, get we'll get which into leads that. us into initial thoughts. Yes. Uh, uh, so I want to go Nick, first I'm, because I think yes. that. I, I can already tell. I'm I'm gonna be a little more positive uh, than you are about this show. So uh, let's. So here's what I wrote for Mandalorian season one. Um, Hunter is wrong. No, uh, that's not what I wrote. Uh, 
A fun, <laughs> okay, uh, a fun cowboy slash samurai show that happens to be set in the world of Star Wars. At its best, The Mandalorian feels fresh, fun, and makes me excited about Star Wars again. Uh, actually acts like a TV show instead of one long movie. It's episodic and not tied down to anything for too long. At its worst, it feels derivative, lacks much characterization, and makes me worried that the show might not grow or move forward like it should. Um, but for right now, I'm, I'm very impressed with it, and it's by no means amazing or, or consistent, uh, not even consistent in the way like something like Lost is, where like at least like every once in a while you get like a really great episode. Like that didn't, this show doesn't really go there, unfortunately, but, but it's still like really good, and the good stuff is too good to ignore. Uh, the worlds feel lived in, and the action feels raw and adventurous. Um, it all feels tangible and limitless at the same time. That's why The Mandalorian works. doesn't soar, but it's a great start. So, yeah, that's Nick, I, lo- I, I love the way that, uh, that you talk about things. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the way I love the way you talk about things too, and because that that uh, oh yeah go go ahead. Oh no, just because even when we disagree, I'm like oh like the way he puts that like when you said the like a Western samurai set in like a Star Wars, I was like oh wow that is such a cool idea. Yeah, because like, the, the original is, Star Wars description. yeah original Star Wars was kind of inspired by like the westerns of old and the mm-hmm. samurai movies of old. That's what George Lucas was inspired by. You know, and and World War Two, you know, movies of the time where like literally the yeah. the the text scroll in the beginning, um, you know, would it would would, mm-hmm. would scroll down like you know like a like a the like all the Star Wars movies do, um, uh, so you know they're I think bringing it back to like the basics, like hey, let's just kind of emulate that feeling of like a a western, a cowboy movie, a, a samurai movie, where it's just like. A gunslinger or or a, like a, a badass just coming into a town every week, you know, and and you know doing the right thing, laying down the law. Um, in, in that simplicity, I think is what was missing in Star Wars before the show, and I think bringing it back to bringing it back to that simplicity, I think really helps the show, and and sometimes it hurts the show, but for the most part, it. At this moment in season one, talking about season one, it, it really helps this show uh, stand out. Mm. So, yeah. Hunter, what are your thoughts on <laughs> Mandalorian brings, season one? Yeah, um, I don't feel the same way that you did. Uh, <laughs> for up until episode seven, I should say. Um, but my initial thoughts up to there are I don't, I don't get why I'm watching. Because like you said, and I, I like the way that you put it, but on the flip side, what I thought was that like, like none of these episodes really tie into each other. You know what I mean? Like what happened last episode, I felt like didn't affect the episode that I'm watching now. You know, they're kind of like standalone. That's stuff. what I like about and, it, that it's standalone. And I don't, and I, I don't think I do like that about it because it felt like I was watching like a anthology like series which is fine if that's what it is but i think i it it just takes me as you can tell a what a year or so to to really like grasp that and like get used to that because i'm not used to watching that kind of television show like i'm used to watching 
like the American Horror Story, like the season that like, or like a loss where like, oh, what happened last episode directly affects what, for the most part, Lost has some standalone episodes. Yeah, that's why, directly that, that, that's why, I'd, uh, you know, Lost might be a pretty good example, but also like that had its own like, you know, beginning, middle and end each episode too, which is what I like about TV shows mm -hmm. in general. It's kind of episodic in its own yeah. way too. So, and then what I felt was that, oh, I could have watched like the first and second episode of this and then immediately skip to the seventh and eighth episode. And it, I don't think that I would have missed very much. Oh, really? You think that? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe like a few characters, like the, the uh, what's her name? Cara Dune? Cara Dune, her name? Grief, uh, Grief Caragon, something? Yeah, like I, I think I'd miss her character because she enters in episode four. But for the most part, I'm like, I don't understand why I watched any of it. Well, you, you, you know? even say the beginning until... too? The beginning too? You, you don't think? That's important. Well, which which beginning? Like the, the first like first... three three episodes. Oh no no yeah I I could I think I could watch those and then skip to the seventh and eighth and be like okay. So really, you, got you only have a you That's only have a story. So really, you only have a problem with like two episodes, with that, like two three I th episodes. I th yeah, I think I have a problem with that with the middle. So the middle. That's that's your issue. The middle. Yeah yeah like the because the start it has a the first episode I I really liked. Um, second, third are like, all right, this is, uh, it's, it's all right. And then fourth episode, I, I didn't, it was cool, but I didn't understand why I was watching it. Fifth, I think the fifth is my least favorite. Uh, yeah, we'll get into the fifth. To, we'll yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get into all but, that stuff. Uh, but, um, but I, I would, I would be inclined to agree with you that the middle is the weakest part. Yeah. And um, especially for a first yeah. season. It's like, oh, guys, like, especially nowadays, which I do appreciate that it comes out weekly. Yeah, um, I really appreciate I love that. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but especially nowadays, you got to hit really hard in a first season. Like I was telling you, I'm rewatching Stranger Things with my dad. And like that season just fucking boom, hits you <laughs> right in the teeth. And it's like, oh, what the hell? So I, I, I think that's, that's my, my issue with it as of right now i see i see um i see uh yeah i i would agree with you about the middle and i and i do think it once again as i said before it's not perfect it's not i don't think any episode of the season so or any episode of the show so far has been mm -hmm. like you know a, a perfect episode or like a perfect like all-around episode of television I wouldn't. I don't think I would put any of these episodes in like the best of like TV or anything. But I I do think it it brought back something to Star Wars that I think was really missing for a while. Even with some of the movies that I love or really like, I should say, like Force Awakens and Last Jedi. I like those movies, but uh, don't look at me like that. We'll we'll get into Last <laughs> Jedi uh, in the future. <sighs> but even with Star Wars that I liked, there was something missing because I think what the sequel trilogy tried to do was like, hey, remember this, you know, remember the original trilogy, remember this, while not like moving forward in an exciting way that wasn't just like the same. And that was like my biggest knock against those movies. And I think this one was like, this show was like, hey, like let's actually just live in, in this world and like be excited about Star Wars again. Like let's like, 
let's be excited about ooh like these characters and this planet and will we go back to these characters in this planet and we just keep moving forward to all these places that now the i i feel like the world of star wars is even bigger and brighter now because of it because now they're now we can tell more stories oh i'll agree with you i think that this is like laying down a path for them to go on which i love but i don't think as of season one i have not seen season two but as of season one i think that it's like i don't know i don't think that they do the best job at the at that like for for example when um is grief karga the guy that um yeah uh, carl weathers yeah oh no no okay uh not that uh, uh who's the character's name that teaches him to like ride those animals oh quill and, uh Quill. Yeah, Quill. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, well, yeah, Quill is, I think, a great character. Probably top three of my favorite characters. <laughs> right, season, yeah. Right? But why did they choose to make those animals look like little boogies? Little boogies? They look like boogers. And that's a problem that I have because you could, it's Star Wars. You could make these look like anything. anything. And they look like boogers, and that's okay. <laughs> No. Star Wars is but weird. Like, Star Wars is I weird. Know actually, they, it's weird. actually, they look like they more they look more like sperm to me. If I'm being honest, <laughs> they, got they the, look like they got the little tail. Oh, they look like sperm boogies. Sperm boogies. <laughs> that's that's uh, Hunter's review of the review of the show. It's it, it needs less sperm boogies. It needs uh, less <laughs> sperm boogies. Um, yeah. But no, I just I I have a problem because like. I don't know. It, it was such a cool, and they made it out like such cool sequence. And it's like, oh, but these things don't look very cool. So what's going on? Oh, really? Well, you know that's, I, mean? I guess, I guess this is more like of, a, of taste. I guess that's a taste thing, but I was fine with that. Yeah. Cause like what I, what I liked about the scene, it wasn't just like the aesthetic of like looking at those uh, creatures, but like, you know, Mando, like kind of like, you know, relaxing a bit and like trying to tame a, an animal because clearly he was like having an issue with that before. And you know, I, I and I think it goes down to Mando in general. I think he's a good character, and I think that uh, I think without him and without the child, I I would probably agree with you a lot more with with uh, you know the, the, uh, these issues you have. And and I think as we'll come to find out, I have probably the same issues that you do. But I think what kind of grounds the show a lot right now, at least, is is that. Mm -hmm uh that dynamic of baby yoda the child and mandalorian because I, I think they are good characters and without that yeah maybe we would have issues with like oh like it's just kind of nothing anthology like it's just a random story but because that mm. connective tissue is there you know that there is a constant of uh you know mando and the child and and mando's character arc of like you know a gruff um uh over overly macho kind of bounty hunter guy kind of learning mm -hmm. to let go and be kind of a father by the end of the season i think is really cool and i think that's kind of what that's that's kind of you know and i and i do wish as i said before i wish there were more like character moments and characterization and more like acting moments or not, not even acting just like the characters being the characters because i think my main issue with the show and I think it, it plagues the new season as well, is that the, there, there always needs to be like, a, a, like a, a bad guy or a conflict that they have to like overcome. And I think the, it, they keep doing that. Like, oh, they go to this village and they're, and they're like, 
under the rule of bad guys, they got to fight the bad guys and be badass and fight the bad guys for like the last third. And that's, I think, my issue. I think if we had an episode where it was just like Mando and Baby Yoda just like bonding and just like getting to know each other. And I think, mm -hmm. and there are moments, and we'll get into those moments, at least for me, those, and those moments work. But I think like the idea of like, oh, it's Star Wars, like we have to have a, we have to have a fight at the end, a, like a physical battle at the end, mm -hmm. I think is what kind of not ruins that's a, that's a rough word but i think kind of uh weakens weakens yeah. the the stories for uh, weakens these stories for the most part because we have to you know there there's that expectation of oh there has to be a big fight at the end mhm mm yeah um like for episode 4 i think it is when they they fight those like they fight those, the like Empire. dog the dog people yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And, I was and, they, like, and they had an ATST or whatever that's called. Yeah, like yeah, walking yeah, yeah. Robot, yeah, yeah. And I, I would have liked that episode because it 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 it, it kind of revealed some stuff. Um, and like yeah. it made like like I remember the the woman trying to take off his helmet and like yeah. I, those moments are really good. And I like that episode. I I, like I I do think the middle is the weakest part, but I do like that episode. And I think it, part of the reason is because we learn a little bit about Mando and I, we learn a little bit about, you know, him wanting to, him wanting to like, you know, like just uh, live a life and, and, you know, have a peaceful life with, but, or, or at least have let the kid have a peaceful life. But because of everything going on, you have to go. And I think that's a kind of traditional, like, cowboy kind of story that, like, you know, the, the, you know, the silent gunslinger guy has to keep going. You know, he can't, you know, back down. He can't have a peaceful life. That's his yeah. life to, to you know, in, endanger himself so that other people will live <laughs> and have lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And I really appreciate that. It's not my favorite episode, though. And I, uh, and part of the reason is... Because, uh, once again, I think, like, when, once they get to the fighting, it becomes less special to me. Because I did like those scenes with Mando and that mm -hmm. lady, um, not Cara Dune. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, not, I know who you're talking about. Not a huge fan of her in that episode. I, I didn't think she was... She's Okay, let's let's talk about that j just for, for a second. She looks fake in that episode. I she spit out. I spit out fake. my drink. You, I spit out my fucking drink. What? I can't believe you said that. Um, I. What she do you mean? Fake. She looks like a video game character, and then flash forward to to uh, uh, episode seven, and she looks real. She looks like a real so, person. So you're <laughs> saying she looks fake only for that episode? Yes, it blew my mind, dude. I was like, she looks like a video game character. Weird. And then flash forward to episode seven, I was like. She looks like a real person again. What oh, the fuck? Gracious. What did they do? I don't know. Anyway, but, uh, but I do. To... I like her in the uh, in seven and eight. But for some reason, four, I was like, she, her acting was a little shaky. I didn't really mm -hmm. buy her as much. That's more of just like, and apparently she's like a crazy Trump supporter lady in real life. But I'm not talking about. Oh, she really? I'm not talking about her. I'm just talking about the character and her performance. Oh no, let's let's talk about. Her. <laughs> Let's talk about Gina Carino. Uh, uh, Imagine we just like. I know this, hey is, guys, the, this uh, is a Gina Carano podcast. Yeah, sorry. Now. Pause the Mandalorian talk. We're gonna do a deep dive on this uh, actress's life. <laughs> Her life. She did this. All right. Thanks for watching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just kidding. She's done a couple of other things, but um. No, and she's 
again, I, I agree with you. Episode four, she's like, I, uh, she's I think I, I kind of warmed up to her by the end of the show. I think like she yeah. never, she's not like a great actress or anything, but I, I thought she mm-hmm. was all right by the end of it. I, I, I didn't mind her. Um, yeah. Um, but, uh, the well, acting uh, in the show. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get into it. What do yeah, you yeah, think? Let's, like, let's overall... do MVP. Um, let's start with MVP. Yeah. So Hunter, if there is an MVP in the show, who is it to you? Now this one was hard for me, um, and it still is. It still is. I'm still racing in my mind because I I don't think that anyone really stands out all that much. Well, because like it's, everybody's it's weird, also because it's like the the closest thing to like an actual person acting is like Carl Weathers, Gina Carano. Um, which I was gonna say Carl Weathers. Like that's that's who I that's who I think. But right when you say MVP, I think of him. Just because he's like, I think he's the strongest actor in the show. Um, Apollo. Oh, wait a sec. Wait a sec. We got oh, we have we have an we incoming caller. Call. What's your name? Yeah, is it Baby Yoda? <laughs> My Apollo Creed. Um, yeah, I just felt like he's the strongest, um, and he's in it the most, like acting wise, and right. he's just the strongest actor in the show, and it and it it shows until. Um, the guy that plays Moff Gideon. Comes oh in. yeah, Giancarlo uh, Esposito, who plays he, uh, who plays a. Have you seen Breaking Bad? I forget. No. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've 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 some of it. I've seen him. Yeah. Uh, he he's Gus Fring in the in Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. He is fantastic in that, and he's only in an episode in a and a half. I mean, like at the end of episode seven, but basically an episode, and he's like fantastic. Yeah, um, and I would say him, but he's just not—he's just not in it enough. Exactly. Um, yeah. So the one to be like, oh, he's the MVP. Yeah, is uh, Carl Weathers is uh, what's his name? Grief Carga. Grief Carga. Once again. Grief Carga. The names aren't very memorable, besides <laughs> besides the the nicknames of like Mando or or the fake names we give to characters like Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I want to talk to these people's parents. Grief. <laughs> You named, <laughs> you named him grief grief, grief dude. it's a double it's a double entendre you know they were grieving and so they oh they, shit they, right. hold on his mother died during childbirth dad names him grief see it it, it all it all makes sense dude all... hey mando i'm coming up for the backstories for you <laughs> <laughs> see just just hire hunter and me and you'll be fine yeah um, but i do want to <laughs> Um, praise the writing because I think like, you know, for the most part, I like the simplicity of it. It's not, you know, and John Favreau, I think wrote most of the episodes of the season. Also season two, he's written most of the episodes for that too. And I think for the most part, and we'll get into maybe some more of the stories later, but Mm. for the most part, I I think it works in its simplicity and, and its straightforwardness. Like this is what it is, you know, and it's less about. And I don't get me wrong. I wish the writing was better in a lot of ways. I wish that you know we we got more insight into like you know characters and like more you know different stories. But I think the stories that are that it's telling right now is, is cool, is exciting. Uh, it's more just like you know I just hope they like push it forward in the future. And in some ways they do in season two. In some some ways they don't. But um, but I you know so it's like yes. But I also would like to see more, if that makes sense. So I do enjoy it and I respect it. See, yeah, I I think they could do a lot more. 
because like let's let's think about like the all the people that are working on the show are probably insanely talented right and their budget is probably at the most money so it's like yeah probably the I, most I ju- out of any tv show besides maybe yeah game of thrones or something but i'm sure it's about yeah the right like you'd think yeah um, let's talk about the look also like it looks like a movie i'm so cool oh, it's it so looks, cool it looks beautiful it, it really I'm does so, like i'm so impressed with the way it looks like it it really like each episode looks like a mini movie mhm yeah uh that's one of the the positives that i have for it it looks crazy like some of the shots in there are like who like who the hell gave you guys permission to 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 shoot this good like who who did that it's so good and the this yeah and like the set design and also baby yoda looks fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he's oh, such a actually, handsome little guy. He's a, he's a handsome little boy. And, uh, With let's the get, hairs? Let's get into my MVP. <laughs> oh, no. Is it Baby Yoda? Wait, wait. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's not who you think. Baby Yoda. It is who you think it is. Um, <laughs> well, I would have chosen Let me explain. Let me explain. Yes, <laughs> let me explain. Uh... So, no, it's not a performance in the traditional sense. But I think there's a reason the character at the moment resonates so much. It's real. It's a puppet. It's You can actually touch it. It's a real thing on the screen. Uh, I don't know who or how many people perform that puppet, uh, but its actions are clear, relatable, and heartfelt. Like in a show that sometimes loses it in the emotions department and the character department, I think the child has that in spades. And the the most consistent thing I think on the show is that character, is that is that puppet. And uh and so right now that that's that's my MVP and and the success of that character's like simplicity, but also like complex performance in the way that it moves and the way that it reacts to things. Um, and, and it makes us care about that, uh, baby, you know what I mean? We care about it, uh, week to week. And I think that's, you know, that's a big success. And that, that's why baby Yoda is my MVP. Um, I'll have to agree with you because it, it, it's hard for me to choose that because I, I, I do want to choose like a, a person in the show because like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, Baby Yoda. I I have a theory that he that that he's the reason that people really connect with the show. Oh yeah, um, I mean, like people who don't even like Star Wars watch this show because of this character. Yeah, and it, 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 he's such a mood. Every single like you cut to Baby Yoda's face, and it's like, yeah, I felt that. I yeah, feel that. It's so relatable. And I think I think that's that's a huge accomplishment because I don't know. I'm trying to think of like. Uh, uh, a character like that in like a movie or TV show prior to this, like maybe the Gremlins. Yeah, that's probably like the closest like, thing because like usually, yeah. usually the, these kind of characters, these just like characters like cute for cuteness' sake. It's like annoying. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not funny. It's not cute. It's kind of just pandering. Like and just kind of annoying. Like Porgs or something like that. What or the Minions, Porgs? you know what I mean? Like, I, as, as someone who kind of liked the Minions at the start, like, now they're just, like, the absolute worst things I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> you know, but, like, but like, like examples like Gremlins, Baby Yoda, I would say even, like, mm-hmm. Baby Groot would also be a good example of, like, a baby character that's not annoying. You know, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's, like, relatable and cute 
and it makes you feel things. And I, you know, and I sometimes the show's missing that. So I think like with this character, you're like that's your go-to. Like okay, as long as this baby's still in the show, you'll you'll have the heart and you'll have the humor that you want in a, in a Star Wars uh, property. Yeah, and it, it makes me wonder why it's called Mandalorian. Should just well, be called the child. Well, I have a theory. I have a theory about that. Um, which I it's not original uh, at the least. At the, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, he's going to become a Mandalorian. He's going to become a you know uh, he's going to take over for, from his dad when he grows up. He's going to be half Mandalorian, half Jedi or Force user. You know he's the best of both worlds because right now, as you know, at the end of the show, the they're enemies. The Mandalorians are enemies with uh, Force users with, with Force users with with Jedi's. So I think he kind of he's kind of bridging the gap. I think this this little guy. You know, into being, you know, like he'll have the armor, but also use the force. You know, he'll kind of embrace both sides of himself because right now he's like, you know, he's just kind of a baby. You know, he's just kind of using the force to use it when he wants. And but he's also, you know, uh, you know, he'll do the he'll get the job done. You know, he'll help Mando out with whatever he's doing. Can you I know, be honest? He's a helper, if, too. Like he helps people out. If that is where the show is going. Um, then I'm on board. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, awesome. once again, I what I love about the show right now, the, the the one thing I definitely love is the relationship between Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. That's the heart of the show, and I think whenever whenever any episode focuses on that, I think that's usually my favorite episodes of the series. Yeah, and th th my... I only have one issue with that, is that... And they... You know, I, I know that they're not allowed to take their their helmets off, right? Or but at least I, at I, least at least the, the, those group of Mandalorians can. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but that 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 is an issue that I have with the show because I I I I want to focus on the Mandos like I don't know. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it, there's I there's like because like, like, like without there. seeing without seeing his face, there's a a little bit of a disconnect. Right. Yeah, and so I I find myself I don't care what happens to to Mando. I don't. I don't care See, about. I, him. Think, I care about Baby Yoda. But think, I don't think care about, about this Mando. though, Hunter. Think about this. You, you don't see Darth Vader's face, and we care about him. See, I I think that they do it differently. I think. But I think look, and I'm not saying like it's perfect. Like yeah, I think sometimes there's a little bit of a uh, disconnection there. I think like you know, I think like. I think down the line, I hope they, like, he can just take his mask off. Because originally, the, like, he wasn't cast, so they just had a guy, like, in there, mm -hmm. you know, doing the movements. And so, like, when they cast him, they already, like, filmed some, if not all of it, already. Mm. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> Imagine being that guy in the suit. Cast me! <laughs> Fucking just cast me! Hey, just, <laughs> hey, I could do it. I could do I it. I could do it, I swear it. Imagine. But, I, but you know, he doesn't probably... He doesn't actually do it. He doesn't actually, he's barely actually in the suit. It's mostly voice uh, acting, mm. which I'm, I'm fine with because, once again, James Earl Jones wasn't in that suit. Yeah, but James Earl Jones had this voice that was like, oh, shit. This guy's just like, 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 this is the way. Don't do that. Oh, my God. This, you know what I mean? This is the way. It's like, I don't know. I just find it. That's, it's an issue that I got because I just, I don't care about him because there's no, like, even inflection in his voice, hardly. 
sometimes when he gets like mad or something like that, he'll raise it a little bit. But I'm like, and I, I, I get it maybe from like a character's point of view, like he's very like subdued and like, you know, but for the audience, it's like, I think it can get a little monotone and boring. Yeah. And I do wish that sometimes he was a little more charismatic, but like, but like also, yeah, you, you, you hit it. Like that's the character though. So it's like, I don't want him to be like uncharacteristically, like, you know, joking around and stuff. But I do think like some, uh, I do agree though, that sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I think sometimes we need, we need a side character to come in and like, you know, bring some more uh, humor or uh, if not even humor, just more humanity to, to whatever episode, whatever the episode's doing. Because I think sometimes it, very expertly does that like it knows like okay i can't just be mandalorian okay well we're gonna bring in a character to kind of bounce off mandalorian because i think when he works best it's usually with other characters and i think that's usually the the case with most characters but i think especially with mandalorian Mm -hmm. it's like a it's almost like a batman kind of deal like where like you know he's just a badass who like kind of bounces off other characters and how different he is compared to those other characters i think that's what the kind of fun of that uh of those dynamics which brings me to my thoughts on the other characters oh yeah let's go let's just go to i'll just go straight to it episode five (laughs) who's that who's who's that Who's this boy that okay. they found to um, like we're gonna, be an actor? We're gonna we're gonna jump into that right now. So before before we, we because believe it or not, he's he's my least favorite uh, part of the show. Um, <laughs> oh really? So so uh, Jake, the guy's name is Jake Cannavale, who's Bobby Cannavale's son, which is why he probably got the role because mm-hmm. clearly, interesting, it wasn't, because, it wasn't because of acting chops. Um, so. <laughs> As, as that's why I'm like, <laughs> like, who's this boy that they found on the street to like? <laughs> they found in, him on the street. Hey, you want to be in the be next... in Star hey, Wars? Hey, kid, you want to be in Star Wars? <laughs> and he's like, sure. Okay. <laughs> sure, I'll I'll talk like like Hayden Christensen. Sure. Yeah, sure. I'll, yeah, be I'll do in, that. I'll be in Star Wars. Okay, sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, he just his character doesn't doesn't work in the slightest. He's uh, the, the that choice of least favorite is clear to me. I mean, the idea of him might be there that like they're trying to do like a subversion on the Han Solo thing, but it's just it just doesn't work execution wise. It's oh. by it's by far the worst thing the show has done so far. Um, in oh. an, so yeah, in an attempt to subvert. It just makes the character and performance annoying, kind of cringe, not very emotive. It's just lame. Yeah, but the 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 woman that they bring in, Amy Sedaris, later in that episode. Uh, yeah, she, I thought she was all right. Yeah, she's fine. She's a good. No, she's great. It, she's great in BoJack. Um, she's Princess she, Carolyn. Uh, oh but, no, 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 no. Uh, not not her. The the um saying that she did good too. The the woman that he left tied up in the de- or shot in the desert. Oh, that's Mulan. That's the voice of Mulan. Is it really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but that. yeah, she was good. She's good. Yeah. But but she's barely in it. Exactly. And I I, I thought like, oh, they should have reversed it. They should have they should have made her him and him her or something like that. you know. Yeah, that would have worked they, so much better. If they had to have him in it, <laughs> just put him in it for a little bit. Because <laughs> I was like, dude, is this the? Because you're right, it was like the Han Solo moment. His like feet were up on the he's table. He's even he's even sitting, 
in the exact spot exact. on solo was and it's so like stupid <laughs> like uh, like honestly like most of the show does a good job like kind of separating itself from just like referencing star wars all the time but that was the episode mm-hmm. it was like i don't get what you're trying to do and you're also just kind of being like remember tatooine yeah you yeah uh, you're right and that's something that i do like about the show it's totally a separate story which i which i love um but yeah this was just like all right you want to make him han solo then if you're gonna do that get a better guy to do it well also they're trying to be like oh it's han solo but like if he was like not that good at being a uh like a bounty hunter or whatever but like it's just not it's just not compelling yeah, it's not at all. It doesn't work. It is that, is that your least favorite character too? That's my least favorite character. That's my least favorite episode. Oh, me too. I, I now that we're getting into it, yeah, that's that was my least favorite episode. It was the only yeah. episode of the season where I was like, "That's not even a little bit good." Like it was not good. Um, but yeah. I, I don't think it was like terrible. I don't think it's like, you know, like uh, like prequel bad. But I also think because of that character it brings it down to like being clearly the the weakest episode. See, I I think that it's worse than the 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 prequel movies. I think that's the worst thing that Star Wars has put out. I really do cuz I'm like, well, at least in the prequels I you know, like there's no, people but, I know but, but and this, I care. This episode is like 40 minutes though. Like the the prequels are like Which, two hours. W- yes, yes, but let's let's be real. If this was a 2 hour episode we'd be like oh my god so yes it is only 40 minutes but I, I i i do think that it's probably the worst thing star wars has ever put out okay that's a hot take that's a hot it's a take. hot take um uh, but i i i do agree with you though that it is by far the worst episode oh we haven't talked about um uh, uh um ig11 is that the oh yeah a, a t- a ty- per- performed by taika waititi <laughs> I love I love that guy. Yeah, he's I great. Love I love guy. him. He's a yeah. he's he's um, so funny and he's a great director too. And I yeah. you know I, I you know I you know I I I just love his kind of insistence of like not only taking whatever he's doing seriously but also injecting humor into it. You know, like it's okay to put humor in stuff. Like I I feel like sometimes people are like, "Oh, but like if it's funny, like then I can't take it seriously. I'm an adult. I have to like yeah, Star yeah. Wars. I I need Star Wars to be like this dark, serious, self-serious serious. thing for for some reason. Yeah. But like, Star Wars was always like fun kid stuff. Like I, if you mm-hmm. if that if that if that triggers you, then I, then uh, then Star Wars isn't really for you. You like the, then you like some version of Star Wars in your head that doesn't exist because. Besides, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I wasn't a huge fan of Rogue One, but that kind of, like, fed into that kind of, like, uh, fanboy mentality, which I didn't really love. Um, I'm all for... But for the most part, but for the most part Star Wars is, is, like, for kids, too. <laughs> and it's fun. Yeah, it's, um, and it's funny. I'm all for um, making Star Wars a little bit dark sometimes. Yeah, and I think the show does a good job at balancing it out because I think if it was just right. dark and self-serious like a Rogue One, then I think I would be poo-pooing on the show much, much more. But I think because we have, you know, uh, a fun adventures, it's an, it's an adventure serial, we have Baby Yoda, he's a fun character, you know, we have these things that that make it Star Wars, which is why mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I I wasn't a huge fan of Rogue One either, and they they took it too far. They like, 
to where it was like, eh, this is boring. Um, yeah. And, but, but I, I do think that, that uh, Rogue One and Mandalorian suffer from the same issue of the characters that I don't really care about yet. I, 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 will, I will be tuning in to, to watch the second season now. And we'll be doing um, an episode on season two probably by the end of the year. So yes. Watch, um, out, for, watch out for that. But right now I'm like, I don't care about that. I care about baby Yoda because he's so cute and like, I feel his feelings. Um, and he's badass because, you know, fucking force. Uh, and he's so strong. <laughs> he's so strong. I know. He can choke but people I, out, dude. But, but you know, it's funny though. People don't complain about that, but they complain about Ray being so strong. Bro, you are spitting facts right now. I literally was going to bring that up, but I totally forgot about it. I was like, why aren't they getting mad about about baby Yoda being like so strong without You know why? Because training? it's a guy, it's get- a little boy, not a girl. Yeah, and but, I'm like, because dude, people be sexist. And okay, uh, 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 baby Yoda, what are what are his powers right now? Like that we know of, he well, he, he uses obviously out. he can choke, he can push, he can uh, levitate, you know, basically anything, uh, because yeah. the force, you know, the force you can do basically anything, and and also he can force heal, which I like. Yes, and but but, but when mad. Ray does it, <laughs> oh oh, we've never seen this before. Why can she do it, but Luke can't? And it's like, well, because Ray's a freaking badass dude okay but also but also i i will say that i don't get their criticism for that but i do get as someone who and we'll get into this someday as someone who didn't like the rise of skywalker i don't like that he she can bring people back to life which is very strange to me but well that's a that's another thing baby yoda can't do that i don't think at least not yet but uh he but he can force heal baby Yoda. okay we'll, we'll get into this but i i will i will rebuttal that for just a few seconds yeah yeah um that it's not unheard of it's not unheard of because uh 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 darth sidious could bring people back to life no he couldn't are you sure since when didn't uh 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 episode three the chancellor and anakin's conversation he said he, he said, could you mean if you if you use it, you maybe could bring people back to life, but we never saw that because that's probably just a manipulation thing. But we just did. Well, okay, we'll get into that someday. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> let's put a pin. In, um, let's put a pin in it for another like year or something. <laughs> See you next yeah, year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but but anyway, baby Yoda, baby Yoda, baby Yoda. Yes. Let's go back to our boy, baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, actually, uh, I, actually, we talked enough about Baby Yoda. I love you, but but come on, you're a little needy, Baby Yoda. We need to talk yeah, about something really else. though. You need someone uh, to take yeah, care of you on. all the time. Come on. But yeah, I like Carl Weathers. I think he's the best human performance, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, I think like he he's just the right amount of kind of skeevy, but also likable, kind of like a Han Solo, but n- not quite Han Solo because he's like more of like a boss kind of character, you know. Mm-hmm. But but I I but do you... think he works because there's that you know two sides of him kind of thing yeah you could imagine that when that character as a younger guy he was probably like han solo yeah he was like (laughs) a badass like bounty hunter didn't care about anything and i think by the end of the show because of once again the magic of baby yoda and and you know uh and his adventures with mandalorian with mandalorian with the mandalorian um uh, and Mandalore, by the way, is a is a planet, and they mentioned that once, but uh, oh I don't gosh. know if you caught that or not. But Mandalore was the like original place 
um, in the Clone Wars because I've watched the Clone Wars show. So that, mm-hmm. that was a planet where like the original Mandalorians lived in peace. It was a kind of a stagnant planet where like it wasn't oh. involved. It wasn't involved in the war of the Clone Wars. It was kind of like its own peaceful kind of area. And then, like, you know, conflict started to happen, and it kind of wasn't the way it used to be anymore. So now we have all these different Mandalorian groups and factions all over the galaxy and all that. So it's interesting, and they don't get get into it too much, which I actually like, and that you actually Mm -hmm. have to kind of watch, like, other things to, like, get get into it more. Because it'd be so lame if, like, they just spelled it out, like, every, like, in a really expository scene. And I think, like, the closest we get to that kind of information is just by saying like yeah like like in mandalore like they they just referenced the planet like and and that it used to be another kind of place i think but that besides that Mm. yeah not a lot of references to it and and speaking of reference the very end of the show with the dark saber that giancarlo exposito moff gideon has i didn't know what that was because when i watched it a year ago i was like looks cool but i don't know what that is and uh mm-hmm. and and when i started watching the clone war show i realized now that that's kind of it's not a lightsaber but it's a saber that can def- you know you, you can defend yourself from a lightsaber with that kind of uh with that saber the dark yeah saber. Well, i was reading a little bit about it and it, it's like it's like passed isn't down. It it's some like passed sort- down too it's like it's like someone could have it then they die, and now that person who killed the guy has that saber. So it's kind of passed down to the next warrior kind of thing. Interesting. So that, it's, yeah. it's interesting, like, Moff Gideon got it somehow. How did he get it? Yeah, that um, that ending was so dope. And it, it made me want to go back. Like, other than that, I was like, ah, you know, like, I, I'll watch season two. But, <laughs> come on. But then when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit. Some other stuff is going on here. Yeah, yeah, because um, it's like now it's and it looks now it's cool. cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and it's just like okay, so Mandalorians are like they're not Jedi, they don't use the Force, but they're like kind of worthy adversaries to Jedi to Force users in a way that we haven't seen in this universe before. So I think that's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if they'll you know get that all right in the show, but I think that idea of just like people using like you know a different armor that can defend themselves from you know lightsabers and stuff in the force and everything like the closest thing to another group of people being you know uh, a threat to jedis you know to people who mm-hmm. use the force is interesting it's kind of like a it's kind of like apocalypse now like they use spears and the you know and the and the other side uses you know much much more advanced you know uh, weaponry in this case the force yeah yeah i i like the way that you uh you put that um yeah when when i saw that because it, it it looks like um like i i i thought of like king arthur's like like sword but then it was like black and it was like oh fuck man like i don't know you just don't see stuff like that you and know I, I wonder dope. it would be dope if like they went to a planet that was kind of like medieval dude that'd be really cool because it would be perfect for Star Wars. Hey, Mandalorian man. could be like a knight, like come, you know, it's it's almost like a knight coming into a town, you know, defending, you know, animal. And yeah, we talked about this again already. Well, I mean, we already talked about this, but we'll do it again. But like, you know, I do, I do wish like it wasn't just like fighting at the end, like defending mm-hmm. a town. You know, I, I I do wish that somehow 
they could have their cake and eat it too. Like you can have those episodes, but it can't, it shouldn't be every episode. And I feel like most episodes were like that. And I think the ones that weren't stood out to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that they could do a lot more, as we said, with characterization. Um, maybe we can lift Mando's helmet off every once in a while, you know, and we do, and we do <laughs> see his face at the end of the show, which yeah. I like. Because like mm-hmm. it's a it's a funny little like well I'm not a living thing you can show me your face you know it's like a yeah. it's a cute little like you know bending of the rules kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, and I and I do like that he's just kind of like sweaty and like you know like it's not like like he's like I don't know like I'm beautiful I'm beautiful like he's like just like if you take off a mask in real life like that like you would look like what he looks like in that show like it's yeah cool. mm-hmm. it, it, like it, it like it, I, I think it does indulge in the badassery, you know, toxic fandom a little bit. But I think, like, stuff like that, stuff like Baby Yoda, I think kind of grounds it uh, again to, uh, you know, make it more more uh, heartfelt and more, you know, op- optimistic again. Because I think Star Wars <laughs> in general, I, and I think this show will continue to, unfortunately, kind of uh, indulge itself in the in that kind of mentality. But I think what will save it in the end is that it will also do not only the badass stuff, but also like the cool mystical, but, uh, and, uh, and, uh, 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 stakes that are also emotional, uh, kind of stories, um, uh, stories with emotional yeah. stakes. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's, what's going to save it in the end, because I think, I think the show will, unless they really like, just like, you know, take risks, like, wholeheartedly. I think the show will always have that kind of problem of, like, trying to please the fans, too, in a way that maybe it shouldn't. And I and I think sometimes it does it really well, and I, and I, you know, I really commend them for that. But I think sometimes, like, sometimes it can get a little too far. But I think as long as we always have Mandalorian and the, and the child as the, 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 the main part of the show... It'll always, by the end, be saved because it'll be about that relationship. It'll be about characters, you know, and 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, I I hope I hope they do something a little bit different. Uh, Hunter, and... um, before we go forward, uh, do mm-hmm. we want to do acting that stuck out to us? If there is any for you. <sighs> Can I be honest? No, there's not, and that, <laughs> uh, that that's just like you know. I I talked about it that the, that's a problem for me. Um, yeah. 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 No. There, there's there's really not. Nick, do you have anything? Yes, but it, once again, it's not in the traditional way. I think like, you know, it's hard, especially because like once again, there's not a lot of like face performances like from real people. Mm-hmm. It's more just like the characters themselves. It's almost like an animated show, but it's not like an animated show. Yeah. But, like. And not to say that there aren't performances in animated shows or, or uh, movies, but this is a little different because it's like, you know, half no dialogue, half dialogue, but it's like more just like go to town, you know, get the armor kind of thing. But yeah, uh, but by far the acting or, or the moment, at least in the show that stuck out to me was Baby Yoda saving the Mandalorian's life in the second episode of the series, The Child. Uh, so The Child knows... Uh, what he has to do, and without hesitation, saves this man's life because Mandalorian saved uh, his life. Not only in the the end of the first episode, but in this episode too. You know, he from the creature he saves his life, um, w- which he didn't need to do, but Mandalorian knew 
what he had to do and did it anyway. Um, which, uh, so the Baby Yoda doing this to Mando, it shakes him to his core. And I think no other moment really does that for the Mandalorian. So it was really nice to see that, at least this one moment in the show, like, like he's kind of like, wow, like he saved me. And the way he did it was so strange. I never seen this before. He used something, I don't know what, he used something with his mind to stop that creature. And once, and after that moment, like he's, by the end of the episode, he's still just kind of like shaken, like what just happened? Um, and Baby Yoda struggles, you know, when he's saving him and, and he keeps using the force until it's done and he gives out and sleeps. And I think that's just so heartfelt. That moment has given weight to both characters and in my eyes is the greatest moment the show has ever produced so far. I'll have to, to, to rebuttal that. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Um, no, um, don't make Baby Yoda sad. No, the I I think the best moment in the show. I I even forget what episode it is. Uh, <laughs> but because because the moment sticks out that much, when okay, they're both on the ship. Baby Yoda's trying to touch the. Oh, that's things, so good. And he's too, like, though. he's like, don't touch that. Stop that. I really like that moment. Uh, that's that's also one of my favorite moments. It's probably the funniest moment of the show. Yeah, or at, at least one at least one of the funniest. Because yeah, it's just like silent comedy at its best. It's just kind of like don't, yeah, don't press his <laughs> you know, and everything shakes and it's just like perfect. It's just a look that Baby Yoda does, just like looking at him, looking at him, smiling and just yeah. kind of like I'm gonna do it. Boop. <laughs> Which I will say. So that thing that stuck out to you was. Do you think that? Uh, that that's acting though with baby yoda yeah i would i would say it's a performance i would i it's so t you know once again i just like mando i have to kind of bend the rules a bit but i mm -hmm. yeah i think because it's once again it is hard to like say like acting acting but i but if we did an animated movie we kind of do the same thing so i i would say yes See, and that's where like and i would love to have austin or another uh voice actor on to talk about this where i i really have a hard time bending that see like, i don't like, and that's interesting yeah. that you don't but i i definitely like if if we were talking about like a pixar movie for example right now i would just say like blank did a great job you know with the character like i wouldn't be like with this which is a little more tricky because it's like yeah mm. it's live action but like they're not it's not a lot of facial things going on like at least like with voice acting in, in movies and television like it's you still get the performance in the voice like in the characterization yeah i i guess i guess you're right i guess it'd have to be like oh like because it definitely is a performance i'm not saying that uh that it's not no no no. Um, yeah yeah I, but, get, I, I get you though i i but like but like the the art of like like acting you know like i that's a hard time like even the even the term voice acting it like i maybe i just don't understand it but I'm like, well, it's not like acting. It's like a performance for sure. It is acting though. It is acting because like if you just know. if you just went up to a mic and went, hey, how you doing? Hi, my name is Nick. Like that's not a performance. That's just like monitor. Like you have to bring life to the character. That's a performance. That's acting. Well, well, no, I I I think there's a there's I, okay. So acting <laughs> like obviously it is a a a. a a performance right like it is but I, I i think that voice acting is a is a different kind of performance. well yes it is a different kind of acting but it is acting i don't know 
A lot of people would disagree. I don't know. I know, oh I oh I know and I know that I if 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 a voice actor listens to this they're gonna be like fuck you dude but and but but I I and that's it why is act, if, for, and for if, me it is acting it is acting it's, and that and that's it's why a different kind it, of acting but it is you have to be a good actor to be a good voice actor but is a good voice actor would they be a good actor yes it's true I think I think sometimes <laughs> I think I think. I think that it can be done and has been done. And it has been done. But do, but but do but 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 every single time is a good voice actor a great actor? I don't know. This well, be, you could this say is this, a whole other you could podcast. say that you could say the same thing about an on-screen actor. An on-screen actor probably sometimes isn't a great voice actor. Yeah. So no, yeah, you're you're you definitely know. right. It's um, it's it's interesting though, but let's get back on track a bit. Yeah, um, wait. Let, that let was, me, that let was me our, say that just... was our tangent about voice acting. <laughs> I don't know where that went, but yeah. <laughs> but let, let me just Craziness. say one thing about it. If a voice actor is triggered, just come on the show. Talk to me about it because yeah, I do want uh, to roast, anyway. Roast Hunter because he's, yeah, he's he doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> roast Hunter because he's an idiot. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. No, I know. I'm kidding. Uh, all right, let's uh, get back top on three. Track top here. three episodes. Hunter, what is your number three? So my number three is episode one. I think it's a great introduction uh, to the show. Um, uh, specifically the, the what's it, TG-11 or whatever? The, the IG-11, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I think Taika Waititi is great and kind of centers the show and what it's going to be. Um, and the last shot of that episode is like imprinted in my brain of like... Yeah the the fingers yeah the I fingers was like, that's a yeah i really like that last shot and that is one of the shots that's like damn that's beautiful it is beautiful um yeah. so yeah that's my that's my number three episode one great uh my number three is the last episode of the season redemption uh so it's an exciting end that cements mando and the child's bond that's my kind of uh, mm. little uh, thing about it. Uh, so their their focus is what makes the episode great. In this season, even with everything going on at its core, it's about their relationship. Uh, maybe the best opener to an episode of the series um, with the two stormtroopers. It's so funny and so relatable. It, they're just two stormtroopers doing their job, worrying and complaining like regular workers do. And it's yeah. just like super <laughs> funny. And I can't believe Star Wars never did that before, and at least to this degree. And it's just like, yes, that's kind of brilliant. It's kind of the most brilliant sequence maybe of the, of the whole show. It's kind of like, oh, my God, yeah, right. We should be – we should have a whole show about, like, stormtroopers <laughs> kind of doing their job. And they're just kind of like, eh, Darth Vader, am I right? He's a little, uh, you know, he's a little crazy. Uh, or he's a little, you know, he's a little emotional, you know. Uh, I'm not talking to him. Are you talking to him? I'm not talking to him. Uh, it's like that uh, that <laughs> SNL skit. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, but with Kylo Ren. Boss, with yeah, Kyle Ren. yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like so funny, but it doesn't like break the show. It's like it's funny without like going too far. It's so it's one of the greatest mm -hmm. moments in Star Wars for me, because of how un Star Wars it is. But once again, it doesn't like cross the line. It's still like. Mm -hmm. you know it's still star wars but it's just like different it's like ooh, that's cool anyway i really like that part uh it might be one of my favorite moments in all of star wars um so yeah great fights this episode especially ig11 protecting and uh and defending the child i think like 
this is the episode I was like, yeah, IG-11, like, is a badass. Like, he's he's one of the best characters of the show. And it's a shame that he gets killed off. But mm-hmm. but I, I think even with the time we had with him, he's kind of, like, amazing. <laughs> and, uh, and Moff Gideon, uh, played by Giancarlo Esposito, I mean, basically only this episode has made me so intrigued about his character. And, and I'm so excited to see the future of this character because he could... If if they play their cards right, he could go down as one of the best bad guys of Star Wars. If they play their cards right, and I think right now it it could be really good. But I once again that uh, we haven't we don't see enough of him to say that or not. But uh, hopefully in the future when we see him again, you know we we get even more with him because he once again he could be potentially one of the coolest Star Wars villains. Yeah, um, and especially because he's just a guy, you know. He wants power. He wants this, but like he's a guy. He's not a force user. He's not this. He's like he's like Grand Moff Tarkin. Like he's like a he's just a guy who wants power, and that's really interesting to me. He, he's just a boy. And he's like he's I not a boy. He's a he's, he's a, a boy. He's a man. No, Baby Yoda <laughs> is a boy, a fifty year old boy, but a boy. Yeah. Um, and uh, so getting Mando's backstory or or Din's backstory, which is his real name. And how it mirrors him finding and saving Baby Yoda, the child, is wonderful. I think it's a, once again, a, just in that episode, we get a beginning, middle, and end of like, okay, this was his, this is Din's story of how he became a Mandalorian. And if if we're feeding into my theory, how Baby Yoda starts to be a Mandalorian, you know, and how he's saved just like Din was saved. And I think that's really cute and really a wonderful capper, I think, to the episode. Um, and, uh, yeah, IG-11 sacrifice is a much needed heartfelt moment, um, that we needed in the show. And I'm glad we got that, um, in this episode, it's infused with humor and emotion, which I think usually the best moments have a little bit of both. So that's why I love that moment where he's like, you know, I can recognize your vocal, um, what is it like i can recognize your vocal inflections i'm a robot i'm a nurse droid uh-huh. or something like that yeah. <laughs> Whereas, and he's, you know and there's just like little moments where he's just like speaking heart to heart to mando while also being kind of funny about it because he's just like no you're sad i can hear i can recognize your vocal patterns <laughs> you know it's just like it's fun it's funny but also uh-huh. uh, pre- pretty heartfelt because once again that kind of shakes and, and and it doesn't happen a lot but it kind of shook mando to see him uh sacrifice a robot, something that he hates, you know, sacrifice himself for, for life, you know, just to defend life, to protect life. So I think we need more moments like that. We need more moments where Mando is like kind of shook and kind of like changes his ways a little bit where he's like, oh, okay, I didn't expect that. Like maybe the world isn't exactly the way I think it is. So I think Mm -hmm. because of those moments, Redemption is my number three episode of The Mandalorian. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. I like the way that uh, I won't stomp on any of that. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Um. <laughs> Imagine his, like, gosh, he's 50. Anyway. Um... He's having a midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah, put put lightly, right? Yeah. Um, my number two episode is uh episode seven and i guess it's kind of tied in with with um with episode eight um but i just i thought that episode like it's the most exciting episode um 
of the whole season, I thought. Like, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, the the action-y, like, Star Wars. Like, okay, we got a group together. Like, this is, like, I don't know. This is what I like to see. This is what I pay to see. Um, and I thought that that was just really exciting. And I liked the group um, – what's the word dynamic uh that they all had uh it's i liked cardoon as i said uh more in this episode um and yeah i just i liked this episode so much more um because I, I feel like i got to know m like everybody a hell of a lot better yeah we get um, more they, we get more uh moments with quill yeah in, in episode um, seven yeah before his death. yeah and I know, yeah, and yeah. People are people are dying now that I care about, and it's and like, once again, okay. just with very limited screen time, Quill is also like one of the best characters of the show. Yeah, he's so wise, and so noble. He's so wise. Like, he's, he's yeah, like what he wants is peace, and so like, you know, he'll even you know say, okay, Mandalorian, you know, Mando, you're, you fight them, but like. I'm letting you do that because I want peace. Like, I, I thought that was a really nice moment in the first episode where he was like, like, I'm doing this because I want my people to to be okay, you know? And, and I really like that. And I think in that episode, in episode seven, The Reckoning, I think, you know, him kind of just explaining to Cara Dune and, and other characters, just like, hey, I, I work for the wrong side, but I did that, like, nobly, and I did what I had to do because I wanted to be free. You know, I... Yeah. I I know what it, I know the side I was on was wrong and I'm not, you know, and I'm not like, you know, uh, defending that, defending them. Yeah. I'm just defending my plight for freedom for, for, uh, 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 to, I'm, I'm fighting for my right to not be enslaved anymore and for me to live my own life. And I thought that was one of the most profound things probably in, all of star wars i was like wow like it's yeah. not like it's not black and white which is you know most of star wars is and i think like the his speech about like droids like aren't good or bad or was like also really cool mm -hmm. and i was like man yeah we need more of this in the show we need more of like this kind of like we can still have good guys and bad guys but like kind of question it a little bit more and i think if if they the show did that i think it would be even more successful yeah, um, which makes me very upset that he's dead. Uh, yeah. he's, a uh, he's a dead boy. Yeah, he's a he's a dead boy. Um, <laughs> because I I do think that the show would um, the show needs that a little more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, just exciting, and we get introduced to Moff Gideon. Yeah. Like he's like a like like a bad guy you know and i i, I do. <laughs> he's a he's a you know, bad guy he's a bad guy but you know what i mean it's like yeah oh he's like the the guy yeah know? he's and not I, it's not a what's his face the other guy i would like the to old see the man baby. i'd like to see a baby i would like to see the baby no not him <laughs> he's a pawn um, but yeah it's really moff gideon he's the he's the star of the show yeah uh but yeah just a really exciting episode and I, i'll yeah I'll leave it at that. Just what I wanted to see. That's what I awesome. want to see. Rest in peace, Quill. That was, that was, he, he got done dirty by the end. He just got shot. That was mm -hmm. it. Oh my God. And his like, and his like body just like laying there and the smoke's coming out of him. It's just like, I know. oh my God, what a dark ending. Yeah, it's terrible. I love it. <laughs> I, what a dark I ending. I love it. 
Anyway, that's my second favorite episode. <laughs> my second favorite episode is The Child. Um, the second episode of this season. Uh, the moment I fell in love with Baby Yoda. Uh, so yeah, sure he appeared in, in episode one, but our real intro to this character is here. We see how expressive and motivated this character is, wanting to do what it wants always, and it's wonderful. Uh, we... we we, we see Mando getting knocked down a peg more than once in this episode, and that's always fun to see. And uh, once again, I was talking about like him getting kind of shook to his core about like what he believes in. is really cool to see, and I think that's the start of that here. Um, humor and heart. That's what I always want with Star Wars and most everything. Fun side missions with the Jawas. Uh, heartful, heartfelt bonding and respect from Mando and Queel. Awesome fight with the creature in the cave. Once again, Mando... He's not perfect, like he's getting knocked down constantly uh, by this creature. And finally, the way both Mando and the child want to do what's right in a crazy galaxy. So this this episode st- stood out to me a lot. And I think those reasons, though those things are the reasons why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that episode didn't quite make my list, but I do like um, a lot of those parts in yeah. that episode. Yeah. Um, so Hunter, yeah. what is your number... Uno. Episode 8. Uh, again, I kind of looped in with the episode 7, but uh, just really exciting. Lava deaths. I love to see it. Um, <laughs> like uh, Taika Waititi's robot explosion uh, was really, I thought, was uh, heartfelt um, and well-earned, um, which which I I didn't think that at the time, though. When I was watching it, I was like, ah, whatever. But then after I thought about it, I was like, oh, wait. No, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that's sad. <laughs> and then I thought, I th- originally I thought that Moff Gideon was dead. And I was like, okay, what? What? <laughs> what the hell right, is that cause about? Because you're, you're probably then, like, oh, they just wasted another character. But then. Oh, I literally did. I was like, are you freaking serious? Then what What the hell's season two, man? Uh, Darth what, Vader comes know, back to life. What? <laughs> um, but uh, um, in, in Star Wars fashion, last second, the hole and he breaks out and we right. see the Darksaber. Um, and that just, it makes me excited for what's to come. I don't know if what's to come is going to be any good <laughs> because again, well, just, like just I'm... know this as without giving too much away, just know that mm-hmm. your issue with them not getting there quickly enough is going to be probably your issue for next season. It's not going to, it's not going to be like, we're not going to get to that place you're thinking of right away, which is fine. Cause lost did that, but other shows do that. It's not just Mandalorian. But... But again, I feel like like loss is about the ride. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a and good Mandalorian ride. and Mandalorian a good ride too. And Mandalorian is trying to be about the ride, but I need a better I need a better ride. Ooh. I need okay. better I, you know what I mean? I need a I need a I need something. I don't know what I need because Star Wars is infinite infinite galaxy. Stars, right? I don't Star know Wars what I need. is Star Wars is hard because you don't it's like you know what you want out of Star Wars, but you also don't because you want to be surprised. Because if you get exactly what you want, that's boring. And so it's like exactly. So you want to be just like most things, though, but especially Star Wars because it's been this franchise has been all over the place. Like, you know, you want you want 
a good story, but you don't want to know exactly what happens in the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like um, the original trilogy, you know, their stories are simple, but like, yeah, it's the ride, as you said. So I, mm -hmm. I get, I get what you're coming with, but I, I clearly enjoyed the ride better than you. Yeah. Better than uh, <laughs> Hunter LaSalle. But, uh, but I, I do think that, you know, the, the show does need some better rides because it's multiple rides. It's not just one ride. So like, exactly, you know, yeah. I, I do think f for this show to sink or swim and in my eyes, it has to like kind of progress a little bit. It can't just be it, the same way it is now. But I also, I also do like really like this show so far. I'd, I want to preface that because I think the ride that we're on right now is really solid. I just think it could be better, but I do think that it's on the right track to be a great Star Wars ride. It just needs a little more. It just needs an extra push, and it, and it's it's weird. It's like I want things in the world to like kind of rever reverberate into this show a little bit, but I don't want it to be too much. And I think season two, well, we'll get into it, but I think season two does that well, and also maybe not. And I and I think that'll be interesting to talk about because season one is so self-contained in a lot of ways. That like mm -hmm. season two, not to say that it's the complete opposite, but I think it kind of, you know, trickles more into it. As I said before, like Ahsoka shows up and like a few other things happen Which... from other things. And I and I think there's a line and I think it'll be interesting to talk about once that season is done, if they cross that yeah. line or not. Like if, the, if it's balanced. I just, I just want it to expand a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like I... Yeah. It, um, and we're not going to get into it, but Rise of Skywalker, I, I do like that movie, right? And it, 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 because it is so like, oh, like this is very, in my opinion, it's like, this is imagination right here. Uh, imagination? Now, imagination. No, let me, let me, let me. Oh, let's let just explain. bring the Emperor back. How imaginative. <laughs> no, 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 we're not, not gonna, not. we're not gonna get into it, Hunter. We're not. No, I know, no, this no, no. A Rise of Skywalker I, podcast. This is the Mandalorian. <laughs> no, not, but, but what no I, rise, no rise, no rise. <laughs> no okay, Emperor you know coming back. <laughs> what we're gonna talk about instead, Hunter, is my number one, <laughs> number one episode, favorite episode of the Mandalorian <laughs> season one because that is what we're gonna talk about um, you don't want my thoughts boy uh no <laughs> all right your number I, one favorite <laughs> oh believe me i do not uh number oh, one boy. number one are you ready hunter <laughs> what do you think it is <sighs> episode five no i think <laughs> okay no it's either oh nicholas mana it's what? episode six think? isn't it it's episode six, isn't it? Is that your final answer, sir? It's either episode six or episode eight. I already did oh, No, no, no. You already said no, episode seven, I mean. Okay, so you think it's either six or seven, but you're leaning on six. But it could be four. <laughs> I'm leaning on six. Six is my final answer. Okay. Episode six, The Prisoner. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> uh, the best standalone episode of the show. You can watch this and would never have to be a prisoner to the show at all. So a wonderful cast of characters here that I, I felt like was missing for most of the show. But we got it here. We got a group of individuals. We got a crazy group. We got a crazy group of bounty hunters. Um, 
just a wild time. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. While understanding these characters clearly in just this episode, we understand Mando maybe more than any other episode, in my opinion, of the show, without it being about the main story. And I think that's really interesting to me. I think that's the biggest success of the of the episode. And so we got Bill Burr, we got Natalie Tenya, we got Clancy freaking Brown, Mr. Krabs, <laughs> Uh, all performing beautifully uh, characters who are very villainous and loving it which is just what I want in Star Wars I always like when they have villains that, are, that know they're bad guys and love it um, and uh, the best action in the show um, and it's like a, almost like a bottle episode like you're just in a hallway basically or hallways but it's the same hallway but uh, you know you're in that room basically most of the episode and it's just about a heist or a, or a prison break-in gone wrong and it's just like so fun and it's just like the funnest episode it it, it feels he the action feels heavy and chaotic mando like feels like batman here like he's not once again he's not a perfect fighter he gets knocked down a few pegs too which i love and these bounty hunters are constantly like just like making fun of him just calling him like tiny and like you know just like like pushing him like even when he does something right for them bill burr and and these characters they're, they're always just like you're gonna clean up your mess Come on, we gotta go. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, it's brilliant. It makes you feel Mando in that situation. Because we, 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 we see Mando, I think, in this episode for who he is. Uh, and, and there are wonderful sequences with him stalking his prey. I love it. Once again, very Batman. But yeah, so we, we, we kind of just see Mando for who he is. He's, he's different from these bounty hunters. He has a code. He has a conscience. But he'll also bend the rules to do what's right, which is what he does at the end with... Uh, with the guy, the prisoner they they uh, they they get from the from the prison, they you know he's like okay, I'll bring you back to the guy, but I'm also gonna mm -hmm. you know give give the tracker you know put the tracker in his pocket and let the New Republic do what they gotta do, and I love that like he kind of flies away just before the New Republic comes in. It's like I think a perfectly cements like Mando and his story is just a little blimp in the universe in this large universe of Star Wars is like. He's just a yeah. little speck. His story is just a little tiny crumb in this huge galaxy. And I think that's why I love the show so far. Um, what else? Uh, b -b 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 uh, Baby Yoda playing hide-and-seek with a murderous robot. We love to see it. <laughs> uh, I think it's the funniest. Maybe the funniest Baby Yoda moment is when he's like trying to use the Force when he, th he thinks the robot's going to shoot him. And then like Mando shoots him, and then he looks at his hand mm -hmm. like, did I just do that? <laughs> yeah. I think that's just like a really funny moment. And I, one of my favorite Baby Yoda moments is that. And uh, once again, a great capper with Mando simply saying, I told you it was a bad idea. Kind of straightforward like that. And we see that all the bounty hunters that Mando picks off one by one are still alive. Uh, potentially for more stories in the future. Can't wait. Uh, when I say Mando gets me excited for Star Wars again, it's stuff like this. It's stuff that is just like one separate individual story. And, and I think the filler episodes aren't the greatest in the show except for this one this one is like really fun and really star wars in a way that i i've been i was missing in this show but i'm glad once again i'm glad we got this episode and we got moments sprinkled throughout i want more but i'm glad we got it though we got it and that's why it's a success to people to me and that yeah that's why i really like the show so far <laughs> See Nick, that's the, your Hunter, your words. And, Hunter, and Hunter's like, I disagree. Your words are you nice. You like man. the episode? 
You're no, I didn't. You didn't like Bill Burr? Gonna, he was funny. No, I love Bill Burr. I do. I think he's really funny. And this, I was like, what? Get the that hell? gun out of my face, Mando! <laughs> no, but, but that was a really good Bill Burr. Um, no, I do like Bill Burr. I don't like him in this. I didn't like this episode. Wow, interesting. And I think, and I think people will probably just assume why because we, we I won't get into it. But I just didn't. I didn't care. I didn't care. That's my thing. All right. Well, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but I really like that episode. It but I love your words. I love yeah, your yeah. words. And I love your I words. Love, I love your words I explaining love, why you didn't like it. Like it totally and makes I sense love to the me. Way, yeah. And the way that you, the way that, if I could just listen to you talk about the show, <laughs> I'd be like, well, this, this is the Star Wars that I want. Because the way you talk about it is with such love and care. And I like that. And I and I love I do I love that and I love but, what you're saying about the show because I in a lot of ways I do like share that kind of mentality with you or that uh, that sentiment that like yeah I wish there there was more to it I, I wish there was a little mm-hmm. bit more to like you know the characters and the stories and this and that but I think it's on the right track to potentially be good really good and I and I think what we have so far is solid though enough where. Like it, it's it's it is fresh enough. It is different enough that like we're not just following the Skywalkers. We're not following this or that. Like it is like once again like a a stand almost like a Western standalone show, and that's what I really like about it. But I also but I also understand why you you want maybe a little bit more to it. Like it's not it's not like an excellent show or anything. It's not like it's not like you know it, it it's it, it's gonna win any awards. Actually, it did technically win some awards but that was mostly like for visuals um yeah but you know like i think it the atmosphere is 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 really good but uh, yeah i think they, they need to do some things to make this like a really excellent show yeah um and as of right now the 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 ending of the season has put me along for the ride it's kind of like clone wars clone wars the show which filoni a writer sort of co-creator but anyway he's involved with this show too like clone wars is kind of the same thing it's 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 basically this is basically live action clone wars when it when it comes to quality sometimes it's really really good some of the best star wars and sometimes Mm. it's just okay sometimes it's just kind of like whatever so like i think half of this season was kind of fine and then half of it i thought was like excellent like excellent star wars so that's kind of and i'd rather have that than the prequels i'd rather have that than like the Star Wars we've been getting before this, where it's kind of good, but also, but also really problematic. Like this is at least like, even if it's not consistent, at least you'll know that you'll get something really good down the line. Because I think you said it best. The last episode is great, and so you know at least they'll bring it, even if it's not all the time. If that makes sense, like at least like when when, yeah. when it's good, it's something you've never seen in Star Wars yet, and it's really exciting. Yeah, I I. I hope and I pray. <laughs> let, us, let us all hope and pray with Baby Yoda. Oh, oh wait, Baby Yoda's here. Uh, uh, you want to say something, little guy? Yeah? Yeah, Hunter's wrong. Oh, oh my God. Hunt, uh, y- your voice, Baby Yoda, you, you're going through puberty now? Yeah, uh, Hunter's wrong. Oh, okay. Baby Yoda, Disney paid you to say that. I know it. Yeah, that's true. See, at least he's <laughs> honest. At least he's honest. At least, at least he's honest in, in, in his promotion of the show. You know? So this was a, a great 
review slash debate of debate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this uh, this uh, season, the very first season of Mandalorian. We're gonna ha- we're gonna do a season two uh, review mm-hmm. slash debate probably by the end of the year um, when yeah. the, when the when the season's out because that also we're gonna have a lot of thoughts on that because just like last season there's a lot to say maybe good maybe bad we'll see the the season's not over yet as we record this but you haven't even started it yet so you should get on that no way yeah i know yeah well well, i had to finish the first season first it took me a year (laughs) yeah well you finally did it you're welcome you're welcome Uh, but but before we go, let's just rank all the episodes and then our final rating of the season. So I'll go first. The Prisoner, The Prisoner, The Child, Redemption, The Reckoning. Very close. Great episode. And then as we go down, it's like pretty good to not that good. Uh, the Sin, The Mandalorian, Sanctuary, The Gunslinger. At the very, very bottom. Uh, and I, I would give this uh, season an 8 out of 10. It's not perfect, but I think it's when it's really good, it's really good. And I, I just want more. I want them to improve. I want them to refine. But I also want them to keep what I think they know is like the core of the show. Is the relationship between Mando and the child. And this kind of episodic nature to it. Uh, where it's, you know, it's, 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 it's simple. But I, in a way, I don't want it to be that simple. So it's weird. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I I think for right now, what they, you know, what they're what they're trying to do with the show, I think they're doing very very well. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think it goes, what number one, uh, redemption, then it goes number two, the reckoning, uh, the Mandalorian. And then it kind of just goes down the hill from chapter two, the child, then the sin, then sanctuary, then the prisoner, then uh, the gunslinger. Uh, so it kind of, for me, it gets, it's like really good. And then it kind of, it goes down, down, ah, down, and then, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So it's kind of a little bit uh, in order, not completely, but yeah. Yeah. What would your what would your rating be then? I'm I'm, in, I'm oh. intrigued. I'm intrigued, my man. So I'm really trying to not just to butcher it because originally my original thoughts a year ago was like when we were on when we were, when we were on that uh, bus together talking about we we're stuff. on that bus talking about it. I was like zero out of ten zero. Oh, Jesus. Now, now, after, I know, that's why I'm trying not to be very harsh, but it, I, I'll give it, drum roll, please. I'll give it. Come on, Baby Yoda. You got this. Okay. I'll give it four Baby Yodas out of 10 Baby Yodas. Okay. Okay. A nice Fair. four out of 10, 40%. You just made Baby Yoda cry, but it's okay. You know, Baby Yoda, you're a little, you're fifty. Grow up. <laughs> Damn, you fuck, you're savage, dude. Baby Yoda's on, uh, <laughs> yeah. is here in the recording studio, and he wants to fight you. Saying that, Baby Yoda, fuck me up. <laughs> yeah, Baby Yoda so. is the best part of the show by far. Yeah, uh, I want more Baby Yoda, but I also want not just Baby Yoda, if that makes sense. Yes. 
I, I'd have to agree with that statement. Well, thank you, Hunter, for an excellent episode on The Mandalorian Season 1. We're going to do Season 2 in the future. Um, very soon. Very soon. But we're also going to have some uh, Christmas episodes uh, in the Heck yeah, as dude. Well, as well. Uh, and we'll we'll keep you all updated with all that. And we, uh, we got a website, right, Hunter? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, you can go to www.walkingpoem12.wix site slash nycactorstalkfilm.com uh, for all your information on the show, episodes, uh, and a little bio about how Nick and I met, how the show got started. Yeah. And we also have an Instagram at nycactorstalkfilm, and we have a email as well at nycactorspod at gmail.com uh, where if you want to email us suggestions or questions you can go ahead and do that uh, do it for baby yoda do it for baby yoda he's stuck in the uh he's stuck in the studio with us and you know he he wants to see uh you know other people again and so if you do this um he, he can he'll leave he'll leave the studio he'll leave he can leave we see he we're we're holding him hostage because he's so cute <laughs> um but yeah also if you're if you're a fellow actor uh and want to guest you can email us uh at that email and or message us on the instagram that's right and you, and you might become a guest on the show simple as that <laughs> this has been NYC Actors Talk uh, Film. Quiet, you. I have spoken. <laughs>